friends, I'm Jill Rohrbaugh, and you're listening to the Growing in Goodness podcast. If you're looking to live life with a peace that surpasses all understanding as you navigate motherhood and marriage, all while growing your faith in every area, then this is the podcast for you. Listen in. What is the truth? I can promise that right now, most of us feel like we know the truth and the facts for the most part about what's happening in our own homes, our own lives, and in our world. We have each convinced ourselves to believe a certain way. We've mauled over it, analyzed it, reasoned it, and then we stamped it with our own personal stamp of logic and called it fact or truth. And then we sit down with someone else, actually and anyone else, and we find that their facts and truth are not the same as the ones we believe. They may be close to ours, or they may be far from ours, but one thing is for sure, they are never exactly the same, which is interesting, especially when you hear the definitions for fact and truth. Definition of fact. A fact is a thing that is proven. Definition of truth. Truth is the property of being in accord with fact. So if these are the definitions, how can there be so many versions of fact and truth about a particular subject? Well, I'm afraid that not much has changed since 550 BC, even with all the so-called facts we think we have at our fingertips. 2,520 years ago, In Israel, it was written in the book of Judges that every man did that which was right in his own eyes. And that meant that they almost always did what was wrong. Historically speaking, these days were known as some of the darkest days in Israel. To this day, it was filled with so much sin and oppression. It was a time that's recorded that people forgot who God was. This book is all about a generation who didn't know who God was and what he had done for his people, all because the previous generation failed to teach them. They relied on their own facts and truth. They did which was right in their own eyes. The results, they were tragic. Does that sound familiar? Guys, have we been a generation not raised on truth? Have we forgotten who God really is? And have we turned to ourselves? Lately, I've been pondering that idea. As believers, we should be spending so much time seeking truth that we can see more clearly than the rest of the world. And then when God reveals it to us, we cannot stop there. See, this is where it has cost so many of us, especially in today's climate. We go to the word, we get sound biblical truth, and then we think, okay, now I know the truth. And now I'm going to just drop truth bombs on everybody. And honestly, that is where it gets ugly in my experience. 
that is when people stop listening to us because we end up losing our light. If we are a generation raised on truth, then there is a second truth that goes along with it that cannot be left out. And it has been left out. And if it gets left out, we make a grave mistake. That critical truth is that God is both just and merciful. For example, in the book of Exodus, the Lord is about to lay down the law on Moses. But do you know what he says first? He says to Moses, The Lord, the Lord, the compassionate and gracious God is slow to anger, abounding in love and faithfulness. I mean, here God is ready to say all the laws that he knows people will never be able to live up to. And yet he makes sure Moses really knows who he is first. He makes sure that Moses knows that his mercy can extend even to those that complain or sin or rebel and even worship things other than him. He makes it known to Moses that no one is beyond forgiveness. The big thing here is that God never gives truth without buffering it with his mercy. And neither should we. How many of us lately have just gone full force with only one part of the truth? We rest our hearts in being righteous in our thinking and we forget who God is. We end up showing others only the side of God that is just. And we throw out his mercy in conversations. You see, that's not truth. That's a half truth. And a half truth is not truth, no matter how hard you try. If you have kids, you know. When they come and they give you a half-truth, plain and simple, it's a lie. And then we have the flip side. How many of us go full force on a merciful God and leave out that he is also just? Maybe because we want more followers or a bigger influence or because it's just easier to exclude what could hurt someone's feelings when we confront their sin. So we just tiptoe as to not offend anyone. But that isn't God either. God makes sure Moses knows that the guilty will not go unpunished. In Exodus 34, 7, he says that as well. There are consequences to sin, but even though he punished the sin, he loved the sinner and provided mercy with his forgiveness. It's hard for us to comprehend how God's mercy and justice can be true. So what I realize is that we tend to focus on the one we like best. For some of us, we love to feel right and we err on the side of spitting God's truth with justice. And then some of us don't like to ruffle feathers or we're people pleasers and we deliver everything with God's love and mercy, but no truth about sin and its consequences. But in either case, whichever side we tend to err on, we are left with nothing but a lie. 
we end up just like the people in Exodus, just doing what is right in our own eyes. And lately, we see that we have been left with tragic results. Broken friendships, broken families, and an even more broken world. So how do we change this? How do we revive the church, ourselves, its people? Like I mentioned earlier, it is really difficult for us as humans to view every subject with just and merciful eyes, with perfect balance. I mean, we can get really fired up wanting justice for certain things. And then on the other end, we can be really merciful looking at other things. How will we ever have that balance? Bottom line, we know every battle starts on our knees. Friends, we've got to pray because we can't do it. I have seen that more this year than ever before. It can't be us that's delivering the message. It can't be us. It's got to be the Holy Spirit through us delivering truth. My prayer now is that we really learn how to lean on the Lord and not just lean, but surrender, surrender our ways and let our ways be his ways. We need to pray for boldness and courage to speak truth. We have to pray that he makes us a people who bear his image, not our own, and that he gives us the wisdom and the words to speak, not our own. And we need to pray lastly, and probably most importantly, that he gives us the chance to be that light on the hill that he talked about in Matthew 5, 13. You are the light of the world, friends. A city that is set on a hill cannot be hid. Neither do men light a candle and put it under a bushel, but on a candlestick, and it gives light unto all that are in the house. That is us. My prayer is that we are the truth and that we are the light through him. Always praying for each of you. Thank you so much for listening to this episode on the Growing and Goodness podcast. Everything you heard today can be found in the show notes at jillwarball.com slash podcast. And you can always find me at jillwarball.com. I'll leave you with this. 2 Peter 3 verse 18. But grow in grace and goodness of our Lord and Savior Christ Jesus. To him be the glory both now and to the day of eternity. Amen. See you back here next time on Growing in Goodness.